didn't have a job, didn't have a place to live, didn't know anyone. Take more risks. Like, no yeah. risk, no reward, I always say. You would never know in, like, March when I was, like, posting, like, that I was, like, struggling. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Back to the Beginning. You're probably familiar with today's guest from her story times while cutting up her next meal. She's been viral in front of a chopping board more times than you can imagine, sharing her life to her global audience of almost half a million followers. Please welcome to the podcast, Emily Brogan. Hello. That was a really cute intro. <laughs> I like that as well. <laughs> Keep going. Don't end. <laughs> I like that you like it. Sorry. So you're back in Australia for 30 days. It was meant to be 20. I changed it to 30 and now it's 40. So I go <laughs> home on the... Th- Are <laughs> you going to go back to London? I am on the 31st. <laughs> is this the first time you've come back to Australia since yeah. you've moved? So I've been away for a year and a half. Oh my God. That is a long time. It is. No, it actually is. It's weird. It's like nothing changes. To start off with, why did you want to move to London? Like what made you... It was easy to get a visa. That's literally my only motive. Yeah. I was at uni for like four weeks and I was like, oh, this is not the one. Dropped out. Went back <laughs> six months later for two weeks this time. I was like, this is just not the one. Um, you gave it a good crack. I gave it a yeah. sweet crack. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I was no. like, we're going to can this. And then I was like, okay, I feel like doing hospitality or like retail somewhere else in the world is like a bit cooler than just doing it in your like home city yeah. and town. So then that was literally... Yeah, I was like, okay, London, cool. Is and what so it is. you're on the youth mobility yeah. scheme. Yeah. What did you study at uni? Nursing. For I feel like people could pick that. So much judgment around nursing <laughs> as well. I always thought I wanted to be a nurse for like 10 years. And then I literally got to uni and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. This is just not for me. It seems like you have to do the same amount of work as a doctor almost, but you just don't get paid. I think anything. they're underpaid. They're not yeah. appreciated enough. Like I just think. And also the shift. Yeah, just, just no. It seems like I appreciate everything nurses do. It yeah. seems like a hard industry to be No, in. literally. I think they're so underpaid. As so well. you, you were like, not for me. Let me go to London. Well, it was easy to get a visa. Yeah, I was like, I would look, I would go anywhere. I didn't really care because you literally just apply online, right? And yeah, it's like it's two so and easy. Half K. Yeah, it's, maybe yeah, even cheaper. No, I think it's, it's about two point five. Yeah. yeah, Australian dollars. So you left. Did you know anyone when you went to London? I did not. No, had <laughs> like nothing lined up. It could have gone so tits up. Like how it went in my favor. I always say I don't know. I didn't have a job. Didn't have a place to live. Didn't know anyone. I was tossing between Manchester and London, but then yeah. I think London. I was like, you may as well fully commit because everyone was like, when I looked online, Manchester's cheaper. Like yeah, it's a bit safer, whatever. And then I was like, but if I'm gonna go all the way to the other side of the world, fuck it. Let's just full send it. Did you bring like a suitcase, a couple of suitcases? I, Backpacked beforehand. So this okay. was kind of dumb. I backpacked with my best friend at the time. Um, we traveled for like a month around like Europe. So like Spain, Italy, Portugal, France. And then I had two big suitcases. So I had one suitcase and one kind of like backpack. Yeah. But carrying that around for 30 days. Oh, and it was mate. all summer clothing as well. Yeah. It was so ugly. Like I don't even wear any of it now. I'm like, why did I bring this? Like I don't wear any also, of it. you're not going to need that in London. And like toiletries, like purple, like a big bottle of purple shampoo. Like girl, like seriously. You can like, buy that for real. There. I got like two liters. I was like, there goes two kilos. But I traveled with that. And then, yeah, I got to London and I was like, here we are. The one thing that you see everywhere about London is it's impossible to get a job. It's impossible to find a house. Like the job and housing crisis, I feel like is the thing that's spoken the most about from Aussies who moved there. What was the process like for you? So getting a job, I didn't find this hard at all, but I think that's because I was just open to doing hospitality. Retail pro tip, apparently it's like really bad there, which Mm. I agree with, like the pay, the job, just don't do retail. Um, But hospitality, I found it so easy. I don't know how or why, but maybe I just got lucky. Um, But I applied for that when I was in Paris. I just looked online and indeed they called. They were like, do you want to come for an interview? I went, I wasn't going to go to the interview. Thank fuck I did. Went to the interview and then they were like, you have the job. I was like, sweet ass. So then I got that. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding a job was pretty easy. But I think if you are doing like, you've got a degree behind you, I think that's a bit harder. I think I like enjoyed it for the first like three months. I was like, oh my God, haha, I love life. And then I think after three months, it kind of like hit what I did. And I was like, oh, do I love it here? I don't know. Like yeah. the novelty wore off. And then I'd said about six months, that's kind of when I was like, okay, this is 
bit more like home and then eight months I was like this is home now yeah what are the main differences that you've noticed like London and Australia talk me through how like the culture is different the vibes I think the culture is different. And I think in terms of like the people, like British people are harder to get to know. They're all like lovely. Like I haven't had a bad experience with like British girls, but I just think they're a lot more like closed off. Whereas here, I just feel like everyone is so much friendlier. Like, and just open, like just even how like, if you meet a girl in like a bathroom, they're just a lot more like open. You get to know them so much quicker. Yeah. I think in the UK, if their guards up. Do you think that's big city vibes though? Like, do you think that's because we're from Brisbane? So it's, I mean, Brisbane's a city, but like, it's not like be so for real. It's like a big country town yeah, do you think literally. everyone's just more friendly here than if like you were to go out in sydney or melbourne no, for example see, you reckon I, so far, I, yeah like, i think because like, it's think, such a big city yeah it's massive obviously australians they have a big drinking culture but i feel like the english and like especially in london oh i think it's way massive. worse there yeah like, way worse there and because you don't drink right no. i did drink before last year i've only been like sober for like a year i drank when i first got to london for a couple mm-hmm. months because i got there in september 2022 i think it was january 1st and i was like reevaluating everything like manifesting and i was like do i actually do this no didn't drink for like ages i drank in july i'd go out like most weekends like just events and like that yeah. kind of thing um and then i was like this is the worst month of my life i hate mm. this why am i doing this and now i'm back off it i don't think i will drink again was it the health effects of it like how you felt i think it's a bit of everything like health benefits of not drinking yeah like, obviously alcohol so bad for you um also like anxiety would get really bad anxiety and then also my main reason which i feel like i sound like real crystal gal i'm not but you do you uh is literally the spiritual reasons so i think like you have like a path and like a journey and stuff and i think it throws you out of alignment Mm. and like just it does literally like tape with like your energy levels and that kind of thing and i think when i drink i just feel like bad energy and just bad yeah i'm just like not your online persona, you're so like different crackhead. to what I know, but like I wouldn't have expected you to be sober. Obviously, you speak yeah, yeah, about yeah. that, but and also like spiritual. Yeah, because like like, you don't really share that. No, part. I, is there a reason you don't? No, share No, I would talk about it, but like I've spoken about it. Like I think we've done like two videos on it, and like they did so shit. And I was like, okay, clearly people yeah. don't care. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll just go back to my crackhead valley stories in Brisbane. That's what people want to know about. I think it's also because you're so extroverted and like you have so much energy. People, I think, always equate people who are extroverted and really lively to someone who wants to go out and like have heaps of fun and it's not like you don't do that it's just Just that you don't need alcohol yeah I guess it is bad like we live in like such a cultivated environment that to have fun we think that we have to go out and drink and like that is actually so sad and disappointing like I want to I think I will do a video you've motivated me now I'm actually (laughs) watch watch the video when this comes out I'm Um, gonna link the video literally (laughs) people just need to give it a go because like I remember being like genuinely two years ago I was like what like idiot I was so judgy like I was like who would go out sober like Mm. why the fuck would you go out like why bother and then now I'm like no like you just got to give it a go once it depends who you're around like I have genuinely more fun going out sober than I did when I was drinking but I think everyone should give it a go because I think the first time I went out I was like it's a bit shit isn't it I was like yeah fucking hell and then I went out again and I was like actually no time of my life you're friendship with Ollie Bowman is something that you post a lot about online how did you guys become friends because I know he's also so bad and I feel like you guys have very similar personalities the male version of when me. I yeah when I first saw I followed you both separately Aww. and then when I first saw you guys like posting together I was like this makes so much sense literally like, of course they're gonna be friends can you talk me through how you guys met is it good to have someone who is it's basically the male version so of you? nice like actually so nice so he is with my management. So I'm like with the management in London and um, he got signed like 
couple months after I'd been there, I think I met him for the first time. Well, pretty much we have different managers, but we're in the same management. Our managers were like, oh my God, you guys like have to be best friends. My manager was like, there's this guy, he's from Australia. He had glandular fever. You had glandular fever. You're both sober. You've got to be best friends. And like, we both said like we felt so much pressure to be friends because yeah, like, that a is month, a lot of pressure a month before i met him like our managers were like come on guys like you're going to be friends you're going to be friends like and you're like is on. it just because we're both aussie literally like, <laughs> and it, i think it would have just been awkward if we didn't get along but we met at like a like we went to an event and party together um we met there for the first time and it was like it was good whatever like we got along we were friendly and then we went to leeds festival a week later which mm-hmm. was really good it was like a brand deal together kind of got quite close there and then I think after the Leeds Festival, he just texted me. He was like, do you want to go film content yeah. <laughs> together? And I was like, is that your way of asking to hang out? But like without being like, let's hang out. Mm. And then since then, we just, I don't know. Because it's so hard to make friends as an adult. It's so embarrassing. Like, I don't know what it <laughs> is about like no, asking someone. I would rather genuinely ask someone on a date than I no, would same. ask someone to hang out as a friend. Because it is so embarrassing. I don't know that's what I found since like leaving high school it's like meeting people that you really like genuinely get along with and like have the same like values and morals as you is so hard to find have you made many solid friendships as, like especially with other British people so I don't have like a friendship group in London mm-hmm. but I've got like staggered friends yeah so I could go on a whole big tangent I've been talking about like friendships lately like so much I just feel like with friends I'm always the one like giving advice and like motivating mm-hmm. people and I feel like so many people like 90% of the people I meet are just so like, negative or they're not ambitious yeah. or they don't I don't know do you get what I'm saying? Because I think that there's so much discussion around toxic relationships. Like if you were in a relationship with a romantic partner and there was one person who was always motivating you and then the other person was just negative all the time. If my friend was in a relationship like that, I'd be like, leave. Yeah, like leave that so relationship. True. But then I think when it's friendships, people are so much more lenient because it's platonic but I feel like people need to be pickier yes. I'm yeah amen to that honestly like I'm so picky yeah when it comes to like friendships you're pretty much not dating the person but like I feel like you in a way are you kind so. of are yeah yeah right like, just, they're still always in your orbit and so therefore it's going to affect you maybe not to the same level as a romantic relationship is but in some extent yeah and you are who you surround yourself with yeah. I always preach that to the choir since moving to London how has like dating been different <laughs> for you <laughs> <laughs> it's non-existent. Oh my god, <laughs> so bad. I would have like, thought that surely everyone. It's better in London. Yeah, everyone says that. Like I literally tell someone it's bad, and they're like, no. Like the gay scene here is so much better. I think in Brisbane, yeah, or in Australia, in Australia, and right. like I feel like that's gonna shock people. Gonna be like, no, but it's bad here. Try London. That's even like when you. Thought I'm could, so shocked by when that. When you thought it couldn't get lower, it gets lower. Like, we're in a hole at this point. My type's also very Australian. I think that's the issue. Right. Okay, you know, that's what the issue is. What is your type? You know Tash Sultana? Yes, of course. That woman. Yeah, okay. Chef's that's kiss. your, like, so you're not finding many of them in London. It's just the Libby they don't, Yeah, literally. Literally, they don't exist in London. Like, linen sets, like, beachy. Well, like you can't wear that surf. one, babe. It's, it's like, like negative five degrees. I know. That is my issue, though. <laughs> so you might have to put off love until you come back to Australia. I'm mad about it, though. I yeah. think everything happens for a reason. And I think I didn't I feel like I'm finally at a point where I'm like I'm content on my own like mm. gen, like everyone says I'm content when you're not looking for it it comes to you well I've not been looking I don't know I think if I had have been dating someone last year it would have distracted me and I wouldn't be where I'm at like career-wise 100% yeah I want to talk about your growth and like the trajectory of your growth on TikTok so I say I only started posting on TikTok in January like 9th which is true I feel like that's when I 
properly started posting yeah and then i think when tiktok first come out i would post like once a month and it was like the shittest quality and it wasn't like to go viral it was just like a friend's thing so then the first video that you posted that blew up which mm-hmm. was in like the that january period that you're talking about in it's just like the i feel like the epitome of what your channel is and it's you're cutting something which Love is just that. you and then you mention i'm australian just moved to London. I'm gay. I didn't know that was my first and video. And I feel like that is like literally the first like the thing you say. Line. And I'm like, wow, she really just encapsulated everything that her like account is going to be. Was that video, did you post that thinking I want to start doing social media or were you just like, I'm in London alone. I'm just venting. I remember saying like two years ago before I moved and I was like saving, I was working at Seed and we were closing the store. And I remember joking and I was like, when I move to London, I just have a feeling I'm going to become TikTok famous. Mm. And like, like little pass by comments I'd say, but I, when I posted that video, there was never the intent of being like, I'm going to quit my job and do yeah. social media full time. You could tell you weren't trying to emulate someone or you weren't trying to like hack the algorithm. You yes, were just I there think that like was the actually thing. chopping up dinner and just being like, let me tell you these things that give me and the ick. That was, I think that was literally just the point of the video. Like it wasn't to blow up. It wasn't to do social media. It was literally just to talk about what I wanted to talk about. Like just to vent. Yeah, yeah. that's a good word. It all started, that whole, the first video, and the reason I posted was because I saw a TikTok in December and it was like, if you want to keep people engaged in your TikTok videos, this is when I wasn't even posting, you need to be doing something. So do your makeup, like cook something. So people, they're not only like listening, but they're seeing something. One day my flatmate was out. I got home from work and I was like, why not? Did well. And I was like, I'm going to keep doing this. In, I think it was like March, I had a friend, um, Brooke, and she does social media full time. And I remember talking to her. So when I had like, because I grew like pretty quickly. I think mm. I had like hit 100K within like two months. And I remember saying to her at the time, I was like, there's no way I'd quit my job. Like I could be on like a mill and I probably wouldn't quit my job. You know, I'd be wanting to get so, so much money before I quit. And then I got to like, man, I was like, yeah, fuck, this is long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to quit my job as soon as I can. But I signed with management and then my manager, Roz, such a G, love ya. Um, she was like, she kind of said, you want to be getting a point to quit your job where you're getting consistent brand deals. And that's yeah. kind of when you know, like, okay, I don't need to do waitressing anymore. Cut down from five days a week waitressing to then four. And then I think it was at a point where I genuinely lost my period from stress. Like that's how bad mm. it was. Just because doing, you were doing both. Yeah. So I was trying to go to the gym. I was trying to like work as well. And then I was also trying to like film, go to events, like that kind of thing. And like, get brand deals and then I was like to my manager I was like I feel like this is the right time she said whatever feels right to you and I was like yeah fuck it it's now or never yeah gotta take the risk if you want big things quit my job and then like the brand deals like literally just flew in for the most part the job that you're leaving will always be there but exactly. if you don't jump on your moment in viral culture and the online world at the right time if you let that pass you there's no clambering back no like, literally you, you're so right take more risk like yeah. no risk no reward I always say so you don't want to be called a TikToker. You oh. say you do social media. I just say that. I just feel so wanky. Like when you, if you were to meet a girl out, I say social media. You say social media, and then they. Usually... I know some people who lie. Like I know some people who work in social media who the first thing they do if they like just meet someone they don't know who they are they are just like oh I'm a lawyer or like I work but in marketing or something people assume I mean management though like no one ever thinks oh. no one's ever been like oh like you what do you post like people always just assume management and yeah. I don't correct them I'm like that's fine because yeah that's better yeah. Oh, I just don't know. I just feel like it sounds wanky. It's not. Like, if you do TikTok, go you. But, yeah. like, I mean, I do it. But I, yeah. <laughs> the way you're like, don't worry, guys. You can do it if you want when that is your job. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just feel like – I think because it's not, like, 
I don't post beauty and I don't I think that's why I don't like yeah because you don't have a niche I think people yeah I think people would be like oh you'd post like beauty and like fashion mm. and all that and then they'd look and be like you don't look like you'd because yeah far. i guess if somebody did then assume that you meant you were a creator and then they were like oh what kind of videos do you post like how do you explain Literally, that like, oh, i cut through yeah <laughs> i cut out my dinner free. and i tell story time yeah i like, talk about my like shit things that have happened in my life like do you know what i mean like yeah. it's just it's a bit embarrassing so that is oh my God. <laughs> also everyone no. all of the comments every it's time it's so good the engagement i know now. at first that wasn't the point and then it, i was like fuck this is great i think ollie did it once as well because yeah me. and he's like all his comments and all my comments now like why do you say embarrassing it's embarrassing you say it like that and i'm like you're an idiot you're yeah. literally boosting my engagement keep going i also saw ollie's video where he was pretending to cut something oh and, yeah like, so many people like just didn't get it that went ages. over their head i want to talk now about the new year mm-hmm. setting goals all that kind of stuff because like we spoke about before people might not expect it but you're very spiritual you're into all that kind of stuff it's mm-hmm. like your alter ego but like not really i need to talk about it more i, I think it's that when you start speaking about it i think it makes so much sense it's not like it seems foreign coming out of your mouth but i think it's just because I associate you so much with being so chaotic and like telling these like crazy stories. And then when you do start speaking about it, I'm like, wow, you're actually so knowledgeable about all that kind of stuff. I want to talk about like what kind of goals, the ones that you can share, like how do you set your goals? So I believe in like manifesting and like law of attraction. I I don't even think it's belief. I think it's facts, but yeah, you know, each to their own. Um, But pretty much I wouldn't say, like I'd say a goal set, but in a way like I write it as if it's like, a year's time from now. So I did this last year, best fucking year of my life. Like genuinely, like 2023 was the best year of my life. This year, I set like different areas. Like I broke up different pages in like a journal. So like health goals, career goals, relationship goals, friendship goals, like self appearance goals, like everything like that. And then I like narrowed that down even more like probably got 100 goals genuinely and then I write them all as if it's like a year's time from now so I'll be Mm -hmm. like I am so grateful for my really clear skin I'm really grateful for the friends that I have in my life that bring me joy and you gotta really be specific like so so specific present tense write the feelings and then also like just grateful like I'm grateful for like as if you have it yeah Um, but yeah I pretty much did that for like every aspect of my life like speaking it into existence kind of thing literally and you've also got to believe it like I think so many people so many of the time are like I don't believe in manifestation I tried manifesting this didn't happen but did you like truly 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 believe to your core firstly you deserve it like Mm -hmm. I think you've got to think that you're worthy of it like if you don't think you deserve a million dollars, well, then why are you going to get a million dollars? And then second of all, you've also got to like truly believe in your gut that you are deserving of it. And like everything that I try and manifest or I do manifest, I I believe in my core that I'm so worthy of that. So I'd say career goals, hitting a mil by the end of the year would be great. If it mm. didn't happen, I'd be like, whatever. I'd love to hit 100K. I feel like you're on the trajectory because you blew so. up so quickly. And I feel like a lot of people can blow up and then you kind of Stagger. plateau. But I feel like you are steadily climbing. It's just a few viral videos that get yeah. you so far. Like I did a video the other day, like three days ago, and it already gave me like 7K followers. And then I'd love to do a few like brand deals that are like traveling, like international mm. brand deals. That'd be great. Free would be great. Putting that out there. Would you ever make a podcast, do a brand? Like where else do you want to extend your brand? I've thought about this a lot. I'd love to do something motivational for people. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm very big on like, Again, no one knows this. So like mindset, positivity, optimism, manifesting, all that stuff. 
and I would love to do something motivational like long term so like in yeah. 10 years time whether that be like genuinely motivational speaking like a motivational like book like even a motivational app build a brand off motivational some yeah. shit like that who knows or like TV so like into presenting hosting interviewing you know Emma Chamberlain I'd love to be like the Australian version yeah. but like not her because like I obviously want to be like my own person yeah. my own thing Media. interviewing the Met Gala that's yeah. my manifestation not for this year it's a bit ambitious um, but <laughs> maybe in a, oh, I don't know I don't truly believe that so it's not gonna happen you have to wait <laughs> yeah, until be you truly real, believe in yeah, your till I think I'm worthy and right now I think there's way other worthy people than me yeah. I think I'm gonna start doing it talking about like food relationship exercise in 2020 I was like okay I'm not happy with my body as most fucking women are which is so messed up yeah. I was I think 15 kilos heavier or more and I was like okay finally I'm gonna do something about it so I looked into a calorie deficit we all know what that is uh, and then I lost like 15 kilos over the course of like a year but I was kind of just doing cardio and then I was like got to a point where it was unhealthy and I was like I haven't spoke about this but I was like oh I'm gonna lose more and more weight as most people do when they start losing weight. yeah it becomes kind of like unhealthy. a spiral yep and then kind of like struggled with like food and like exercise for like a year or more like took a point where it's like not healthy I just wanted to be smaller and smaller and smaller and then I'd say like last year was when I finally got to a point maybe like May, I'd say I kind of had a breakdown and I was like, fuck, like this is not healthy. My weight obviously plateaued and then my metabolism was like cooked from being in like a deficit pretty much, which was my maintenance for like two, three years. And I was like, fuck, I need to build up my metabolism. I want to go to the gym, like gain muscle, like stop being skinny and just be fit and healthy. Yeah. Um. So I did that and then I like joined the gym reverse dieted you wouldn't look at you you know you're so lively you're so bubbly you're always like so positive I don't think people look at you as the stereotypical kind of person who would have had like a difficult relationship with food and exercise I will I think start posting more about like health and nutrition and yeah all that stuff I feel like you'd just be perfect to that because you're so approachable and you're so engaging and I feel as though if you told your story like about like those topics in that way that is just so you people will be so drawn to it like so many more people it's like one thing i want to say is like struggling than you would think like you would never know in like march when i was like posting like that i was like struggling with like my relationship with food like you just you wouldn't even my family didn't know like you just wouldn't know so many more people are struggling than you realize and like i don't know i just think if you like want something to change you have to change as well like you can't keep continuing and spiraling emily thank you so much thank you for sharing like i feel like you shared like so much of your life with me <laughs> you're like watch this back and be like shouldn't have fucking said that this actually might be my favorite podcast oh, episode i've ever watch, recorded if you say this in the next one after me i'll be like is it Girl. you won't you won't listen to the next one so i'll be stalking you i'm actually gonna stalk your socials to see <laughs> no. if in the outro you say that i can't wait to see the rest of your australia content and i can't wait to oh, see you no, back I'm in the excited. uk thriving thank you for having me on it's been fun thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Bats at the Beginning. Make sure you tune in next fortnight for another guest that won't be as good as Emily. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Watch yourself. (laughs) And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe if you're listening on Apple and Spotify because it really helps the podcast grow. Bye guys. Adios.